Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey there. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. I am Jennifer. And I'm Corey. And today we are going to talk about some trends and planning initiatives for 2021. We are recording this episode on November 4th. All of us suffering a little bit of a hangover from last night's elections, kind of waiting for results to go in and really need to look at what the game plan is going to be once we can finally put 2020 past us. Corey and I have been meeting with clients um, on and off for the last month, outlining what the plan is going to be. And we thought today would be a good opportunity to share with our listeners some of the things that we all need to keep on the radar screen for 2021. So Corey, I think we have some specific trends that we're paying attention to that probably makes sense for everybody to put in their back pocket. What would those be? Yeah, I think there's four things that we really need to focus on. So in this episode, we'll kind of break down each one of these and provide a few ideas and some trends and things that we're seeing with our clients that will make sense for you as well. So number one is content. And when we're talking about content, we're not just talking about a couple of website posts. So we'll break that down in just a second. Yeah. And I'd say number two is engagement. And when I'm referencing engagement, It's not just social media engagement. It's also employee engagement, patient engagement. We know more and more that patients are more satisfied and leave better star ratings when they feel engaged with an individual at the practice. And we know that employees who feel engaged take ownership in their work. And when you have happy employees, that typically translates to happy patients. And then we also know that social media is continuing to change and that engagement is running the roost. And if you don't have an engaged audience, you won't be successful in your social media efforts. So I would say the number two trend that we're really focused on for 2021 is increasing engagement and a lot of times using content to increase that engagement. Yeah. And then number three building on that is advertising. So just like social media continues to evolve, so do the advertising platforms. So a lot of practices, maybe you spend a little bit of money on social, maybe a little bit on search, but every platform is different. And the ways that we're able to target people and kind of bucket them together and market them is always evolving. So advertising is number three for sure. Yeah, totally. And I think the kind of the final trend that we are certainly paying attention to for 2021 and putting a lot of focus around are the star ratings. Star ratings are continuing to drive new patient acquisition and using positive star ratings to using them in your marketing, specifically using it in your content and using it in our advertising, letting potential patients know of the quality of care that they're going to receive at the practice. And star ratings are also a great way when you focus on engagement, whether it's employee engagement or patient engagement, then you're able to, it it directly correlates to those positive star ratings. And so if you don't have a strategy for making sure that you've got your hands around your digital footprint and that you're monitoring and encouraging those reviews to come in, this is the year that you certainly need to be doing it. And star ratings is playing into the overall marketing strategy for all of the practices that we're working with right now. 
Yeah, absolutely. And with any marketing plan, when you're talking about goals, there's a couple of things, of course, that you want to do, right? You want to be busier. You want full clinic schedules, of course. So that's kind of a given. But marketing, especially when we're talking about these four trends, content, engagement, advertising, star ratings, really what we're talking about is supporting practice growth. So that's from an internal and external standpoint with employees and with patients, all of these marketing efforts, because you do market to your employees as well, should support practice growth. And of course, we want to strengthen and solidify a leadership position for your group. So not only do you want a full clinic schedule, but ideally the marketing will help position you as an expert and an authority in your region for your subspecialty. And one thing that we are seeing a little bit more this year than in years past is clients asking for individualized marketing plans per location. So instead of just saying we are practice X and we want to increase growth, we're actually drilling down a little bit more and saying, well, by location, what do we want to do and what's different here? And how does the budget adjust per office and then the immediate radius around that office? So we're getting a little bit more granular. And that's something that we've always kind of tried to do anyway, but it seems like more practices are starting to ask for that. Yeah. And I think that they're asking for it in part, it kind of goes back to digital advertising being a trend that we're really paying attention to is that you can micro target to such a granular level at this point that there's no reason when you're establishing your goals for 2021, that we shouldn't be setting up micro goals that are directly related to micro targeting. I cannot stand goals that are big picture, like, oh, let's grow the practice. Well, we all want to grow the practice, but if we're putting together a budget that is specific specific to growing the practice by, let's say 15%, we're going to back into that number to tell you exactly what it's going to take to achieve that 15% growth. And we're going to be able to measure our success with individual campaigns one way or another and make adjustments because that number has been kind of put pen to paper and we've got a target that we're aiming for. So when it comes to setting goals specific to content engagement, digital ads, and star ratings, set very specific goals that your marketing team can then build a plan strictly like very intentional to achieve that target. Because if you put goals out there that aren't something that you can actually measure, then you're going to have the same conversation next year and say, ah, I'm not sure if our marketing actually worked or not. So I think goals need to be very specific and very measurable with a specific time frame in place. Yeah. And the good news there is that with a lot of the new changes and the trends and technologies and things like that, you can pretty easily measure those things. And the bad news is to achieve those goals, you might have to spend a little bit of money. Yeah, I completely agree. But I think that setting a goal is the key. And then you can make that determination if you want to spend money or not. Right. And I think that once you've set a goal, you know what the trends are going to be that you're focused on, kind of know the strategy or set the goal. And then the strategy really is when you're putting your plan together, look at it in terms of who are you trying to reach? And what are you trying to really focus on for 2021? Most of the practices we work with, it's kind of twofold. There's new patient acquisition, and then there's existing patients. And each of your individual strategies, your game plan for reaching these audiences, they're going to differ a bit based on who you're trying to reach. So for acquiring new patients, your messaging is probably going to be a little bit different. The potential patient journey is going to be a little bit different. And when you're marketing to your existing patients, something that a lot of practices forget about, you're probably going to do some things online and offline. 
You're going to do some things in office, in your lobbies with lobby videos, in your retargeting to existing patients, maybe in exam rooms. This is where you're going to get your employees engaged so that they are also helping to build those relationships with existing patients, which are then going to translate into your star ratings. And so I think you need to look at first what it is you're trying to achieve, who it is you're trying to reach, and then you build a plan around those specific audiences that you're trying to reach. Yeah, we say all the time that the best patient is the one that you already have. So there's plenty of opportunity, low hanging fruit that doesn't require a lot of effort to convert these patients into either other services or just make sure that they remain loyal and they're happy with the service that and the care that you provide. And they will continue to recommend your practice and come back as needed. So that's what we're talking about with some of the existing patient strategies. Yeah, totally. And then I think there's this year, there's some very specific messaging. And you know, every practice is going to be a little different. But I really think we need to look at the messaging that we're putting out there for 2021. And I say this because I have a lot of conversations with independent practices who are trying to figure out how they're going to compete with hospitals, and especially how we're going to compete as the political environment and the landscape has been changing. It's just making it harder and harder for those independents. And so there's a couple of key messages that we're focused on for 2021. And the first one is kind of something we've always focused on, but we're really needed to lean into and that's safety. Patients need to feel as if when they come to your practice, they're going to be safe. And so we want to think about when we are targeting those audiences, whether it's the new patient or the existing patient, how can we use the message of safety to attract those patients? And so that's where you start to use content. That's where you say, look at how our safety protocols are in place. Look at these patient testimonials. I felt safe the minute I walked into that practice. It's doctors showing what those protocols look like. But I think some key messaging for 2021 starts with safety until the world returns to whatever this new normal is going to be. What are some of those other messages, Corey? Yeah. I mean, just real quick, I want to talk about safety because I couldn't agree more. It's the number one thing right now. And patients are asking, am I going to be safe? when I come into the office. And so you need to provide the answer for that. And the thing to remember with safety is that it doesn't matter to patients what you're doing until it matters what you're doing. So in other words, you can put this message out there and think, okay, I did it. I put it on social. People are tired of seeing that I'm not going to put it out there anymore. But the reality is that patients aren't really looking until they're getting close to an appointment or considering an appointment. So it's okay to keep reusing that message because it doesn't matter to them until they're coming to see you. Some of the other things that we're focused on is access. So what we mean by access or availability is that patients can get in to see you. So whether that's same day, next day, immediate appointments, maybe you have a walk-in clinic that they can come in, even if it's whatever the case may be, telemedicine, you can book your appointment online through some type of request system or or scheduler 24-7. So really leaning into the fact that we're kind of here for you whenever you need us. And as we look through the data for the clients that we work with, we often find that patients request appointments at really like random times, like people will request an appointment at 2am on a Tuesday, where you would think no one's going to do that. And if you have the ability on your website for them to do that, it'll just by having that there will help fill that appointment schedule or that appointment block because people can book when they need to. So access is more important than it ever has been because as the patient mindset continues to change and evolve, we want access whenever is convenient for us. Another thing that we're focused on is community 
community. So what we mean by community is sort of ingraining yourself within your particular region, building a community of loyal patients and followers, not only online, but offline as well, where they're going to sing your praises. And then with your employees as well, because your employees are your family, they're your team, they are your community. And if you lean into that and you kind of become a storyteller, then that will kind of do the marketing for you. And then the last thing I wanted to touch on as far as messaging is excellence. So you are an expert in whatever you do, your practice is. And so talk about those things, answer questions and really position yourself as the authority. And again, that will do the marketing for you. So four things when it comes to messaging, again, just a quick recap, safety, access, community, and excellence. Hello, Keith Landry here with Insight Marketing Group, talking public relations. To get your doctor's story on the news, you have to hire someone who knows how newsrooms work. Insider Insights win news coverage. Our team spent 26 years working in newsrooms and we execute effective public relations campaigns. Trust Insight Marketing Group to get your story on the news. Yeah, and I think, Corey, going back to the fact that I talked to all these practices that are really focused on remaining independent, when you're looking to go against whatever that behemoth is, maybe it's another independent practice, maybe it's a hospital system. I think these four areas of messaging, because you're smaller than the behemoth, you're able to move quickly and you're able to pivot. Take advantage of your being nimble to really reinforce these key messages because you're never going to be able to fully compete with those large systems and their advertising spins, but you can get your patients in quicker. You can message, get your patients to message the excellent care that they received or the things that you were doing in the community. And you can get your safety messages out there a heck of a lot quicker. It just allows you to compete with those large organizations and hospital systems at a much higher level when you're focused on your messaging and who you're trying to reach. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can be nimble. You can pivot and switch and do whatever you need to do where some of these larger organizations, it's going to take them weeks and it can take you hours. Yeah, totally. All right, so let's talk about content. What are some ideas for 2021 since content's one of our big strategies moving forward? I think we read a stat, I've used it in some of my presentations recently, that if content was king yesterday, because you always hear, oh, content's king, it is emperor today because that's how important content is. Yeah, content is more important than than it ever has been. And it has more of an influence on patient decisions than it ever has before. And so we're going to run through just a couple of ideas some top level things. So when you're producing content specifically for new patient acquisition, we're talking about patient stories or testimonials. Specifically right now, it might make sense to talk about like lean into the safety aspect like we were just talking about with messaging, right? So and we're having a lot of success, I was going to say with doing patient testimonials using Zoom and Skype and different platforms like that because people are, your potential patients are kind of used to seeing it at this point. It's all over, you know, what you're seeing on the news is on Zoom too. So don't be afraid to use what tools are available because these patient testimonials, you can turn them around rather quickly, very inexpensively. So there's no longer a reason not to be doing them. Right, and quality of the video doesn't matter as much as quality of the content. So if if you have a patient that's saying, I went in and I felt totally safe, and now I'm back to doing what I love. Like that's worth it. 
even if the video is a little grainy, like go ahead and get it done on Zoom or whatever your platform of choice is. Of course, you want to focus on regular blogs, employee stories, community stories. One thing actually that we've started to do recently that's worked really well is webinars, not only for patients, but we've even started to do some CEU events with referral partners. So for example, we target referring providers for a practice, and then we'll have a surgeon or a provider with a practice that we work with kind of walk through either a presentation, or we actually just did one with a filmed surgery. So we had this whole surgery on the screen, and then the surgeon was actually walking through and it was CEU and a really great opportunity for the audience to ask questions and kind of get to know your providers in this sort of COVID environment where we have to stay socially distanced. Obviously, we're not going to have like networking events or go out to these other practices. So it works really well from a referral provider standpoint, and then also from a patient standpoint. So if you have a new ancillary service that you're going to debut, do it online and then host a live event and have patients interact. And then you can take that event make it available on demand. And it's a piece of content that you can use over and over again, not only as a lead generator, but also as a resource for patients. So FAQs can come out of that social media posts can come out of that, it'll just keep giving back to your practice. Yeah, didn't you just do an event for an aesthetics practice recently, Corey, where you went in and did something? Can you just share a little bit about that? Yeah, so what we did was we actually did kind of like a live virtual event. So we went into the practice, we set up a couple of cameras and our equipment. And then it was for a new procedure that they were debuting. So we actually filmed this procedure and we had two of the providers talk us through what was happening. And since we were broadcasting it live on Facebook and Instagram, we were also taking questions from the audience, presenting it to the providers and giving live feedback that way. And they actually were able to do some giveaways and a couple of fun things during that event and make it really interactive. Now we're going to take that event, edit it down. It becomes a piece of content on the website that'll live on forever. And it's something I think actually we're going to plan to do multiple times through this coming year. Yeah, totally. And I just think that that was a great event, Corey. And I think that from a content standpoint, I mean, you already alluded to it, but when you're doing live content, it doesn't end with the live content. Just like when you have an event, it's not just about the event. It's about the invitation. It's about what happens after and things of that nature. So let's just real quick, let's, before we wrap up, what can we do from a content perspective specific to existing patients and not so much just new patient acquisition? Yeah. So with existing patients, the message obviously is going to be a little bit different, but there's some things there. There's definitely opportunity with email nurturing and email education campaigns and just sort of re-engaging them and reminding them basically that you exist, especially depending on whatever specialty or subspecialty you're in. We so sometimes we see with like plastics, for example, a patient will come in for a consultation, doesn't make a decision, and then they just sort of fall off the radar. And there's no reason that you can't re-engage them. Lobby videos are another great way to educate existing patients about other services that you have in your practice. You can do private events with them. You can do some leave behind collateral or if they're leaving the office, just give them something and say, hey, did you know we also do X, Y, and Z? Because we talk about this all the time, depending on the subspecialty, but like if you are an ENT practice, someone comes in for an earache, well, they may have no idea that you're also doing like functional rhinoplasty or whatever other service that you want to promote. So it just makes sense to say, these are list of things, this is our menu of services, because they're going to take that. And if you provide them with great care, they're going to go tell people about it. Yeah. And I think kind of boils down to the strategy when it comes to your existing patients. I mean, look, it's a great opportunity to cross promote different areas of your practice. And it's a great opportunity to engage your existing patients 
patients because the data will suggest that when you have engaged patients, they're more satisfied. And if the goal is to drive engagement in 2021 and drive star ratings, then engaging with our existing patients allows them to become the ambassadors and the advocates to help us attract new patients. And so it's all very holistic in the approach, but we all just need to pay attention to the very specific things that we can do at our practice to help us achieve our goals in 2021. So content, engagement, digital advertising, and star ratings. Those are the four trends that we're paying attention to, and we hope that you will too. And with that, I think this has been a great episode, Corey. Thank you everybody for joining us. And again, I'm Jennifer. I'm Corey. And we'll see you next time on the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders. Doctor's Orders.